This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness. In a few moments, we're going to tell you about a very special resource called the Living in the Goodness of God Guided Experience Book. This Bible study tool will help you fully trust the goodness of God and experience God's favor in every area of your life. Find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 while you listen to today's message. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called, Why You Don't Need to Fear the Future. Today we continue in our series of Psalm 23, the most important or most famous chapter in the entire Bible. It's only six verses, but it gives us a dozen pictures of the goodness of God. Now you know, as I've been teaching this Psalm to you, I've studied all the scholars, I've read all the commentaries, and a lot of commentaries, biblical commentaries, actually get this psalm wrong. They say, this is a psalm of David's confidence and David's faith. Absolutely not. They're all wrong about that. It's not even about David. It's not about a shepherd, uh, David being a shepherd. It's not about sheep. It's about the goodness of God. It's about all about God. You know, a lot of times we talk about you being committed to Jesus or uh, you being committed to God. This psalm turns that upside down. This psalm is not about your commitment to God. It's about God's commitment to you, to you. And in this psalm, God says, I'm gonna do 12 things for you. They're metaphors and you have to explain them. But he says, I'm gonna do these 12 things for you because I'm a good God and I love you. And these are the things I've committed to do for you. It's 100% about God. Now, we're drawn now toward the end of this series. I want us to read the whole psalm again together. It's only six verses. But I want you to read it aloud with me, and I want you to emphasize the 12 times it talks about God. Because this psalm is not about you. It's about what God does for you. So up here on the screen, let's read this together. The Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. And then he says, maybe, Thank you. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a banquet for me in front of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now I want you to notice first that this psalm begins and ends with the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. And it ends with, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This psalm is all about God. It's all about his goodness 
to you. If you missed any in this series, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the 12 things that God has said he wants to do for you because he is a good God. Now, today we look at this last verse. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. That's a promise. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's heaven. That's future. Now, any time you start worrying, you need to remember the last verse of Psalm 23. If you have difficulty with the future, you tend to get anxious about the future. You get fearful about the future. You get worried about the future. You feel anxiety welling up within you over the future. You need to remember this last verse because this last verse tells us the three reasons you never need to fear the future if you're a believer. You never need to fear the future because of the three things that it tells us in this last verse. Now if you're taking notes, uh, you might just write this down. Here's the first reason. I don't need to fear the future because God's goodness is watching over me. I don't need to fear the future because God's goodness is watching over me. The Bible says, surely goodness will follow me all the days of my life. Do you know that God in his goodness is always paying attention to you? Did you know that you've never had a second of your life God was not watching you? God is always paying attention to you, why? Because he created you to love you and he's a good God. So how in the world can God be interested in me? There's seven and a half billion people in the world. The God who created trillions of stars can surely care about seven billion people all at the same time. You don't understand how big God is if you don't understand that God can pay 100% attention to you while paying 100% attention to everybody else too. He's God. There has never been a moment in your life God was not watching. He knows every detail of your life. He knows when you get acid indigestion and when you get a few other things in your stomach. He knows there has never been a moment. He knows the highs and lows, the goods and the bads, the ups and downs. He's paying attention to you right now. In fact, God knows you better than you know yourself. God knows the details of your life, every one of them, he knows more details about you than you do, why? He is a good God, and the goodness of God is following me all the days of my life. Psalm 145, verse 20 says this, the Lord watches over all who love him. God's goodness is watching over him. He doesn't miss any details. And not only does he watch over you, he actually protects you. You are protected from thousands of things you don't even know you missed. Accidents that you could have gotten into. Problems that you could have created. Decisions that you made and God said, no, we're not gonna let the consequences of that one happen right now. How does God watch over you? How does God protect you? Well, one of the ways, this may shock you, is angels. The Bible says God created angels to watch over you. You say, wait a minute. Are angels real? Oh yes, they're very real. The Bible tells us that. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. 
If you've missed any part of today's teaching, you can listen online anytime at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Is God always good? What about during times of pain and suffering? Even during difficult times, God wants to comfort you. He wants you to rest in His promises. That's why Pastor Rick created the Living in the Goodness of God Guided Experience Bible Study Book. In this one-of-a-kind spiritual growth tool, you'll dig deep into Psalm 23, experiencing God's unrelenting love for you and discovering why this passage can become the foundation for your faith. You'll learn to trust the goodness of God in every area of your life. Throughout this study, Pastor Rick will show you how to revolutionize your life and your relationships, rest and recharge your body and mind, create a habit of worship instead of worry, practice loving God and others well, use your time for the things that matter most, and stop comparing and start being content. As you go through this guided experience, you'll practice meditating on God's Word. And as you do, your focus will shift from your fears to your Father, and you'll move from being overwhelmed to overflowing. The Living in the Goodness of God Guided Experience Bible Study has a vegan leather cover and is packed with 288 pages full of scripture, Bible teaching, exercises, inspiring photos, and artwork. This spiritual growth resource is yours today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to people around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Today is the last day to get this great resource, so don't wait. Once again, here's Rick. Now, let me say this. I don't have time to teach a whole message on it. I will sometime. We'll come back and cover angels. But there's a lot of phony baloney about angels out there. There's a lot of myths. There's a lot of lies. There's a lot of misconceptions. There's a lot of things that people think about angels that just aren't true. Uh, and, and so we'll have to come back and study that. But, but let, let me just say a couple things. You, you don't, when you die, you're not going to become an angel. When you die, when you go to heaven, you're going to be a person. You're not going to have any wings. Say, hate to tell you that. You're not gonna have any wings. In the first place, angels don't have bodies. They don't have human physical bodies. So um, they are the spiritual beings. Uh, you don't talk to them. I have walked with the Lord now for over 50 years. I've never had personal contact with an angel, never, except Kay. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in there. Okay. Um, but uh, they don't have physical bodies, you don't talk to them, you'll, you'll probably never have any interaction with them in your life, but they're out there watching over you, they are protecting you, they are uh, actually created by God to encourage circumstances that encourage you. The Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 11, God orders his angels to protect you wherever you go. So they're like invisible helpers. And uh, there are many ways they do this, but one of the ways is they create circumstances that you don't even know, how in the world did that happen? Well, an angel was in action. I could give you thousands of examples of this that I've seen over the years. Um, let me just give you one. Several years ago, a young woman who was pregnant 
came to me for counsel, came to the church office, and um, she had discovered that she was carrying a Down's child, a Down syndrome child. And uh, she was debating, am I going to terminate this pregnancy, get an abortion, or am I going to keep the baby? Am I going to give it up for adoption? Will I raise the child? She was very, very fearful, as is understandable. And I showed her some scripture, like Psalm 139, that says God planned you before you were born. God planned every day of your life when you were in your mother's womb. Abortion short circuits the will of God. God wanted you made. You were a person because he created you and thought you up. And she made the decision she was going to keep the baby. So she went home, and I decided I would just write her a little note of encouragement. So I took out a postcard, wrote some Bible verses on it, wrote a little prayer and just a couple words of encouragement, some of the stuff I'd shared with her. And I mailed that postcard to encourage uh, that woman. The post office sent it to the wrong address. And uh, so she didn't get it. But the woman who did get it, read it, and decided that she would hand deliver it to that other woman. So she goes, she looks up the address, it's on the, obviously on the uh, postcard, and uh, she goes to the woman's house, knocks on the door and said, uh, your pastor wrote you a word of encouragement, but it came to me. And I'm gonna give it to you right now. But I want you to know, I have a Down syndrome child and I'm gonna help you. Now, I think an angel rerouted that postcard, okay? Because that kind of stuff just doesn't happen. What's the logic of how rare a Down syndrome child is? Uh, That card went to somebody else who could help her. You don't even know how many times you've been helped by the goodness of God. But God says, my mercy and my goodness will be with you always. Now it says, surely goodness will follow me all the days of my life. What does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean that only good things will happen to you. Obviously, that's not true. A lot of bad things happen. A lot of disappointments happen. David had bad things happen to him, the guy who wrote this. Doesn't mean only good things will happen to me. When the Bible says, surely goodness will, God's goodness will follow me every day of my life, it means that God will ensure that good will come out of everything that happens to me, even the bad stuff. That's the promise. Not everything that happens to you is good, but surely goodness will follow me means God will bring good even out of the bad stuff, the evil stuff that happens to you. You cannot control what happens to you in life, but you can be sure this, if you are, if the Lord is your shepherd, God will always bring good, always, out of bad. Anybody can bring good out of good. God specializes in bringing good out of bad. And that's the great promise of Romans 8, 28, which says this. We know that all that happens to us is working for our good. Doesn't say it's all good, it says it's working for our good if, this is a promise, if we love God and are fitting into his plans. All things do not work together for good for everybody. If you're going in the opposite direction of God, if you're ignoring God's plan for your life, if you're not trying to live in God's love, All things are not working for good, they're all working for bad in your life. But this is a promise that those who love God, that those who really wanna go God's way, who wanna follow God's purpose, he says, okay, if you really want my will in your life, even the bad stuff that happens to you, I will bring good even out of that. Now, of course, when you're going through a bad time, you never, never see the good in the moment. 
When my son, Matthew, my youngest one, took his life from mental illness, in the moment of that, I could not see any good out of it. It was a bad thing. It's still a bad thing. It's still a bad thing. But has God brought good out of it? I, I couldn't tell you all the good that God has brought out of it and how it's helped other people and how God has used Kay, used me, and used our family to help other people through crises and problems. But in the situation, you don't see any good. But God is working. Why? Because his goodness follows me every day of my life. Now, the second reason that you never need to fear the future, no matter what happens, first, because God's goodness is watching over me, the second reason is because God's grace is working in me. God's grace is working in me. While goodness is working around me and it's watching out for me, God's grace is working in me at that moment. The Bible says, surely, not just goodness, but mercy will follow me all the days of my life. What is mercy? Mercy is grace in action. That's what it is. And so when I say God's grace is working in me, I'm talking about his mercy, it's grace in action. Isaiah 60 verse 10 says this, I will have mercy on you through my grace. Now let me explain this. When God says grace, goodness and mercy are gonna follow you all the days of your life, what's the difference between God's goodness and God's mercy. Well, you might write this down here. It's up here on the screen. In the first place, God's goodness is when God gives me what I don't deserve. That's goodness. God's goodness, that's his grace. God gives me what I don't deserve. I don't deserve all the blessings I have in life, and you don't either. You don't, the, the air you just breathed, did you deserve that? The fact that your heart just took a beat, do you deserve that? The fact that you live in a free country, do you deserve that? Most of the things in your life are simply gracious gifts and everything you have in your life is a gift from God. Grace is when God gives me what I don't deserve. What's mercy? It's the exact opposite. Mercy is when God doesn't give me what I do deserve. When God doesn't give me what I do deserve. All the stuff, all the ways I've been mean, I've been wrong, I've sinned, I've failed, I've flubbed up, I've made mistakes, I've been self-centered. I deserve punishment for that. I deserve discipline for that. I deserve retribution for that. If God gave me everything I deserved, I wouldn't be standing before you right now. If God gave you everything you deserved, you wouldn't take your next breath. So grace, grace and mercy, or goodness and mercy. Goodness, God gives me what I don't deserve. Mercy, God doesn't give me what I do deserve. And he says, both of these are gonna follow me. Because God is a good God, I can expect both his provision and his pardon. His provision, he gives me all kinds of good things in life. His pardon, he forgives all kinds of bad things in my life. Forgiveness. That's the mercy, the mercy part. And because God is good, I can expect most. Now, why do you need mercy? <laughs> why do I need mercy? Because we're all imperfect. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We're all in a broken world. We, we, we don't always do the right thing. And we even know that when we don't always do the right thing. So I need forgiveness all the time. You need forgiveness all the time. You need God's mercy all the time. Aren't you glad that it says God's goodness and God's mercy will follow me all my life? It doesn't say God's justice will follow me all my life. 
Because if you got what you deserved, you wouldn't be sitting where you are right now. You wouldn't take another breath. God doesn't follow you with his justice. He follows you with his mercy. He is a good God. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. Now, if you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be back to close out our time today. But first, is God always good? What about during times of pain and suffering? Even during difficult times, God wants to comfort you. He wants you to rest in His promises. That's why Pastor Rick created the Living in the Goodness of God Guided Experience Bible Study Book. In this one-of-a-kind spiritual growth tool, you'll dig deep into Psalm 23. Here's Rick to tell you more. Psalm 23 is one of the most popular passages in the Bible. In fact, you can probably recite some of it yourself or even all of it. But here's the problem. Psalm 23 is so well known, we often miss the depth of the message to us. You know, this psalm isn't just about trusting God to get you through dark days. It's about living in the abundant and eternal goodness of God in every day of your life. How God looks out for you every single moment of your life. Now, to help you go deeper into Psalm 23, we've created a brand new resource called Living in the Goodness of God. It's a guided experience. And this Bible study tool will help you learn how to trust God's goodness in every single area of your life. Now, as you go through this study, we've designed it so that you practice meditating on God's Word. And as you do that, I hope your focus will shift from your fears to the Father. And you'll learn that God wants to give you a life of confidence, even in your darkest moments. He wants to give you assurance, even when you feel alone. He wants to protect you. He wants you to have a life that is influential and abundant and uses the grace of God to reach other people for Christ. God wants to give you a life filled with generosity and with hope. All of that is in Psalm 23. Now, this book, Living in the Goodness of God, A Guided Experience, is filled with biblical truths and practical lessons and application exercises and a lot of space for you to even write down your own response at what God is teaching you on that particular day. It's bound in a soft, leather-like material and includes beautiful artwork. It's a comprehensive study that I believe will help you grow spiritually this next year. I'd like to send you this study of Psalm 23, Living in the Goodness of God, when you give a gift to Daily Hope today. You know, I really appreciate all of your prayers, all of your support, and all of your financial gifts that help us keep this ministry on the air. Because of you, we're able to reach more and more people around the world with the hope of Jesus. Thanks a lot, and God bless you. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this amazing resource. Or you can just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Today is the last day to get this great resource, so contact us today. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope 
and your generous financial support.